that's definitely my goal is to empower teachers to know that they have choices and and then of course in turn empower their students um, by giving them their students choices. That was Trina Altman. Hey everyone, welcome back to Seeker and Sage. My name is Danny Pomploon and I am your host. Today I have a good friend of mine, Trina Altman, back on the show. This is her second go around. I'm really glad to have her back on the show. Actually, this uh, this past year I was supposed to have her come hang out in San Francisco and do a couple of workshops. Um, and obviously because of coronavirus, that did not happen. So I brought her back on the show. Uh, Trina was actually introduced to me by Rocky. Y'all know Rocky when we do our Dharma Dude sessions here on the uh, on the show. And she pretty much revolutionized the way that I have been teaching yoga, way, I would say in the last like couple of years. She really taught me a lot of, um, she gave me the opportunity to have more choices in yoga class through her yoga deconstructive methods. Um, so it's really influenced, she's really influenced the way that I, that I now teach uh, forever, which is super cool. Um, she's extremely brilliant. She's got a new book out. I got it when it was on pre-sale because she's that amazing and she's that great. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just I'm, I'm super stoked for her wealth of knowledge and what's on the show. We kind of just had a casual conversation. There was no real agenda other than I wanted to celebrate her and her book um, and her, her teaching methodology. She's a, an incredible human being. So um, yeah, I wanted to bring her on the show and bring her back. There is one more thing I wanted to invite all of you yoga teachers that are listening to the show. This one is for you. Uh, so coming up this month, uh, actually happening next week, to be honest, uh, it's going to be me and Celeste. And if y'all remember Celeste, she's been around for quite a bit here. But on Tuesday morning, um, February, that's uh, the f- uh, 16th, um, at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, we are giving a free webinar for yoga teachers. Uh, so those of you that are looking to create a sustainable business, we're going to help you with some tips and tricks on how to make social media a bit more friendly and some ways to get you organized with that. We're also going to help you find your niche um, and just kind of give away some of the secrets, not necessarily even the secrets. That's kind of dumb, but more the stuff that has helped us really build our yoga businesses and um, yeah, just help each other out. We're noticing that there's so many teacher trainings out there right now, but people aren't really giving uh, teachers the tools uh, to create a sustainable, um, yeah, yoga business. It's, it's hard. It's rough out there sometimes. So yeah, we'll be offering that. There'll be links in the, uh, show notes and we'll also have that replay in, um, the Danny Pomploon app. It'll always be free under the, uh, the learn section. So you can always check that out. All right. That's enough of my babble. Here comes the show. Trina, I know you're listening to this. I love you. You're the bomb.com. And without further ado, y'all enjoy the show. All right, Trina, we were just saying, I, like, I started talking to you and now we're actually recording. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. It's so good to hear your voice and to talk to you. Say, I did a, I, Rocky and I podcasted last night and um, I mentioned to him that I was going to be talking to you today and he was like, oh, now you're talking to Trina, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets way more attention from you than I do. So if we're going to compete, he's definitely winning. <laughs> if, it, if it makes you feel better, I roll my eyes at him way more more than I ever have at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love hearing your episodes, the two of you. It's, yeah, I, 
I just, I always get a lot out of them. I um, wonder if anyone actually listens to them because I feel like it's just me and him acting like idiots the entire time. <laughs> well, I do. So you have at least one person. <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure to mail you the check. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, so love, I love conversational. I mean, I like interview style podcasts, but I also like conversational style podcasts because I'm a... I don't know. I just, I'm fascinated by people and I've, you know, my favorite kind of book to read is uh, autobiography. So I just, and you know, like even when I would go, when we could go sit in cafes with people or, you know, mostly I would keep to myself, but I'm not going to lie. Like if somebody was having a super interesting conversation nearby, <laughs> I would listen right. in. Yeah. yeah, totally. I feel it. I feel it. there's for the most, I mean, like, you know, for most of the show, I guess I, I do end up asking much more interview style. And it's mainly because I'm sitting here with pen and paper every time writing down notes, things that I want to learn and things that I think are really interesting about these people and things like that. But then there are people like Rocky and certain yeah. other friends that have come on the show multiple times or, or, or certain friends that I bring on that, you know, I, I want to do a show based on something I want to talk about. So I'll have them kind of come in a conversation and I guess the cool part about, you know, having a podcast is I get to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Including curse, right? <laughs> Including curse. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, yeah. you, the two of you have such a, like a, a rapport and a synergy and you're just funny. I mean, my, um, the way you two interact reminds me of how my husband and I interact a little bit, like just quirky and weird and off the wall and random. And we just think it's hilarious, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's really all that, that really matters. Matters, exactly. I think I'm funny. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes, like, something being my, – my husband is one of those people where, like – um, what does he say? It's like Stockholm syndrome. Like when we first started dating, he would say things and I was just like, what? You know? And then yeah. I like started to understand his, his, you know, weirdness, <laughs> especially yeah. in terms of sense of humor. And then the repetition of the, the weirdness becomes mm -hmm. really funny, but it, it yeah. takes time. <laughs> yeah. 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 You'll get there. Eventually. Acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> So we were, you know, like just before, you know, I started getting you on and I was, you know, we were just about to just start a casual conversation and I really wanted to save it for this because I, you know, I do love and adore you and I know that you're going to have some gold nuggets to, to drop in, but you were, I was asking you, I was like, what's up? How are you? And you're like, just processing the fact that it's December. Yeah. It's December. Right. It's December and in three months, it's going to be March. And um, I saw a friend of mine posted something of this nature on Instagram. And I don't know whether she posted it or she shared it, but the meme was like, it's going to be March in three months. And I'm still processing this past March. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's been, in, I mean, it's the topic of conversation all the time. How could you not mention it or talk about it or be in it? You know what I mean? And yeah. also like, and also sometimes it's nice to have, I don't know, sometimes I like getting into it and other times I'm like, can we just not talk about it for a little bit? <laughs> but here yeah. we are, right? <laughs> well, and I think it's because, um, yeah, two things. It's like, wow, the year is almost over. What a year it's been. But also, you know, when 
everyone was trying to rearrange their entire life back in March, we were like, yeah, well, you know, by summer it'll be normal or whatever. Oh yeah, well by the fall. And now we're like, okay, let's just keep planning our lives as if it is how it is now because we don't have that false, I mean, yeah, there's a vaccine, but, but still it's like, um, yeah, planning for 2021 is very different than when I was in December of 2019 planning for 2020. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get it. It's, I mean, I, I had a call earlier today with, uh, you know, my team and I was like, should we start even thinking about, normally I would have had this conversation back in like September or October and we would have been like, okay, what's on deck for next year? And, you know, when are we yeah. planning this retreat? When's, when's marketing for this goal? Or, you know, just like get ready, you know, yep. and, you know, my uh, Priscilla, who's been on the show and who, who actually, you know, runs all the this, this stuff on the show. She's like, let's just get through January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I was like a year in advance planner kind of person because of how much travel I, I was doing and everything kind of, you know, happened that way. And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not, not yeah. as so much anymore. Funny, Trina, remember I was supposed to have you up here at some point this year. That was like part of like the plan was to get you up here and do some, do some workshops at some point. And I mean, obviously that's not a thing anymore, but who knows? Never know. Yeah. Never know. At at some point we're going to get you up here to do some stuff because I think, you know, like people would just benefit so much from what you teach and what you do and how you do you've blown my teaching into a brand new dimension oh well, good that yeah i don't know if i've told you this but you know like what you what like your yoga deconstructed stuff has really like transformed my teaching you know this right well i know you said the the uh regress to progress um online yeah. uh webinar you said was really really helpful um yeah. yeah so but no i mean it's always nice to hear uh, because you know exactly in these in these times we are all learning online so we don't always know um yeah. what's happening out there in the same way that uh you do when you know you spend a whole weekend with a group of people and yeah. then they email you like you know a month later and they're like oh wow you know like I've really changed some things and my students are excited. So I'm happy to hear that. What you've taught me is, you know, I had just said so much more choice in my practice, in my teaching and in my own practice. I just have so much more choice and even more playfulness in my practice as well. That's wonderful. What have you taken from me online? Um, Or is it more just things that I share on Instagram and, and stuff like that? Stuff that you shared on Instagram, but really like the regressions and the progressions thing as has forever. So listen, I'm, okay, let's go, let's go down this rabbit hole for, for a bit. So okay. I took that train. Well, let's see. I, I, Rocky introduced me to that training when he introduced me to you, when he mm-hmm. was like, okay, so, you know, there's in the training in, in, in the 300 hour that I did with Rocky, he actually first, as he brought it up, he's like, so if you guys don't know Trina Altman, you need to. And then he spoke about you for a little bit. And then we talked about some regressions and progressions and the concept of that. And I've heard of that in the fitness world, right? right. Like you hear a lot about like, okay, like lower the weight or add more weight. Right. But I never thought about that in like, I've never thought about mobility mapping in yoga. I just have never thought about that because I came from Ashtanga. And so Ashtanga was like, no, you do the pose this way. And this is how the pose looks. And if you don't look at it this way, then you push your body into getting into a pose this way. Right. right. So I've never thought about it 
in, in another light. And then as I went deeper and, you know, obviously started you know, rocking over friends, but then I got to study from him and then got introduced to you and got introduced to Carrie and Jules and, you know, everybody in, in the land of the, the Queens of movement, as I refer to you, <laughs> um, you know, as, as I started to dig a little deeper into, you know, the land of, of movement, um, it really started to, uh, um, man, I'm trying to, how am I trying to say this? It made the inquiry that yoga has always taught me, like yoga is all about the inquiry, right? And it gave me the inquiry and like why I was doing the things in yoga the way that I was doing them for so long. Right. And why I never questioned it. Right. And was it the best choice for me? Right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And knowing that we're all different and so um, yeah. how important choice is because of that. Yeah. So, you know, learning that concept, uh, you know, we, we go as, I mean, the, the bullshit that we go through as yoga teachers, like go teach an all levels class. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do that. You know, yeah. gave the, you, your, your, your teaching gave me, you know, the tools to go in and actually teach an all levels class. Like it gave me a skill set to be like, I can offer this, this, and this all at the same time. Nice. Oh, then I can, I can die tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Accomplished. No, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, really, um, means a lot. I'm so happy to hear that because that's definitely my goal is to empower teachers to know that they have choices and, and then in court, of course, in turn, empower their students, Mm. um, by giving them their students choices. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 so true. I f- I feel like I want to like I guess pause for a second too, and just you know for for those of you tuning into the show, I'll put I'll put in the show notes the the link to the last show that Trina was on. But your backstory, Trina, was you were in fashion for 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 a bit, and so you took that into your actual teachings of movement and yoga, and you created um, Yoga Deconstructed. Yeah, did I butcher that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know I was just having a conversation about this um, recently with a friend and um, saying how, like, I'm working on this new course, because I'm always working on a new course. And I, I am just like a index card flashcard geek. Uh, That was how I studied in school. And I'll never forget, I I worked in this uh, warehouse, Um, it was like a a textile factory warehouse. And um, I came in there and, you know, our job was like to pull fabric swatches um, that were all like rows and rows in the warehouse, just hung up on little clips. We had to send them out to people because that's how they would decide whether or not they buy the fabric was they'd get the little swatch. And so when I arrived for the first day on the job, I was like, well, how do you organize where all the different fabrics are? And they're like, oh, well, we just kind of know it in our head. Like we know the names of the polka dots and the names of the stripes and the plaids and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> like, you know, there's like, I don't know, 800 to 1,000 fabric swatches and you know all that in your head. I'm thinking like, you don't know that. You're just, <laughs> you're, like, cool. you're just cool. lazy cool to create a system. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, no. That's, you know, but me, like I had just, you know, I had been living in New York City for seven years at that point and I just moved back to Oklahoma and took this job and I'm sure they were just like, who is this freaking, you know, like. Who invited her? Exactly. And so I remember, you know, I, I got my, like, I 
I just bought index cards and brought them with me to work with like those little boxes. And I created a whole like old school Dewey decimal, you know, like these, like these are all the cards with all the names of the polka dots because I knew that they weren't looking at everything when they were deciding. So yeah, I am, I'm somebody who I really like looking at like the big, big, big picture. So say with movement and then, um, you know, finding patterns and, and seeing connections to, to solve a problem. Mm. And that's, that's how yoga deconstructed was birthed. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the, it was, um, yeah, it was, I mean, really a way for me to teach what I wanted to teach the way I wanted to teach because, um, you know, you know how it goes. Like it's, uh, Oh, you teach yoga. What kind? And you can't be like, well, I do a little of this, you know, so my class name and the class description needed to reflect what was going to happen when you walked in the classroom, because otherwise, you know, people would expect it to be normal, (laughs) you know, so even if, and a lot of people don't read the description, so I'd always, you know, start class with the the caveat like hey this is not a vinyasa flow class that's the class before this class that's the class after this class and the two classes later this evening right. here's what we're going to do in my class <laughs> you know right. um just so that um oh, there was no like bait and switch and it was just right. communi- you know and from a communication standpoint um easy to explain what what was going to happen so you've done, I, I mean, I mean, I took what your, your one course, but you've done a few, uh, a few courses and, and I mean, obviously the workshops, duh. Um, and then you do uh, a few courses, but you recently released a book. It just came out. Yes, I did. It was- Trina, like, <laughs> can you pause for a second? Just a round of applause. <laughs> I'm going to oh insert that sound effects here. Thank you. Yeah, no, it Exciting. was. Yeah, it was a lo- it was a three year project. So, um, yeah, I signed the contract at the end of 2017, like, yeah. like the very very end of December. So it took three years, and um, you know, the entire time I was writing the book, I was also um, you know, teaching continuation education courses, um, mm-hmm. on different elements and aspects of the book. So mm-hmm. it feels really, really nice <laughs> to like look at it and hold it in my hand. Cause even when I first just got like the PDF of the manuscript and they were, you know, like I kind of knew it was done, but it wasn't like real, you know, mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. it was like analog, I guess, in my hand. So, yeah. How's it? I mean, I mean, okay. So I mean, a few questions on a personal question. Like, how do you, how do you feel now? Do you feel like super adult? You wrote a book. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to, um, like, for example, in February, I have a, a weekend immersion called uh, Yoga Deconstructed Creativity Meets Science. And I've been teaching this immersion Oh gosh, probably two and a half years now. It's been, you know, part of 200 hours, 300 hours, um, standalone, just continuing ed. And I'm excited to teach it with the book as a reference. You know, I mean, I, of course I have the immersion has all the PowerPoints and the like videos of the, the classes and all of that. But, um, and then I created another um, weekend immersion that's called the science of sequencing. Um, and it's, it's just really fun to, I'm what, because I am so creative, I tend to like the beginning of any 
project where I'm creating new curriculum, it's like, oh, I should do this and this and this and this, you know, and it's just like, no, <laughs> you know, rein it in, rein it in. And the book has helped me rein it in because mm-hmm. it's like, no, 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 just like for a little while before you move on to your next thing, because I'm always like, you know, next thing, next thing, you know, no, teach the, teach all the movements. So I filmed all the sequences that are in the book and, you know, it, it's been fun to create um, a curriculum around you know, what's in the book. So, okay. So we, we, what can we like when we look and uh, dig into the book and I guess I shouldn't really give away that I've, I, I, I I'm literally staring at it right now. Um, I've got oh, it did you my, get your physical copy yet? Yeah, I got oh, it. Yay. Oh, good. It is, so it is in my hands. It's been on my coffee table for <laughs> the last week and a half and I just picked it up. Uh, I'm not going to lie and say I've had it since or I picked it up since the day I got it. Total bullshit. But I did pick it up on Monday of this week, knowing I was going to talk to you um, today. So I like started to dig around, and some of the stuff I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember. I remember this." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the listeners that are that are that are, are are tuning in right now, is it like Trina's greatest hits in here? <laughs> um. Well, let's see. I would say not really. Like, um, you know, as far as the. Um, the depth and breadth of like what I teach movement wise, um, you know, it changes month to month. (laughs) I'm always learning new things and teaching new movements. Um, I would say this book, I mean, you know, the best way to describe it is like chapter one is an introduction to yoga deconstructed. So like, why does this book exist? Why did I write it? Um, and then chapter two is the four main principles of yoga deconstructed, which kind of, um, underlie how I teach, um, I guess from a, like a pedagogy standpoint, mm-hmm. um, chapter three is all about proprioception and pain science. Uh, chapter four is called creating grounding and resilience with interoception. Mm-hmm. Uh, chapter five is where I start getting into, um, like how would I start the beginning of, of my classes? And so it's called finding embodiment with sensory feedback methods and same thing with chapter six. Um, another, uh, chapter that's about how I start the beginning of my group classes. It's called using somatics to prepare for asana. And I, I taught like a 12 hour training on just somatics um, back in September on Yoga International. So um, that was fun to kind of like just pull something out of, you know, a little something out of my book and turn it into a big um, training. Chapter seven is called Preparing to Load with Preparatory Exercises. And then chapter eight is how to design a yoga deconstructed class. And that chapter is, um, it's about like how I design my classes, but it's also, um, I'm actually going to turn to page 122 because I'll describe it better if I look at it while I say it. So you say 122? Yeah. Let's go, let's read together. Yeah, so read together. <laughs> line one, line two. Go tree. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so the beginning of my class is usually some variation of constructive rest, um, which is lying on your back with your knees bent, but sometimes it's side lying or lying on your belly or um and then uh and then just like I said, sensory feedback method or somatic sequence, and then preparatory exercises in supine prone or side lying then preparatory exercises in kneeling or seated, 
and then preparatory exercises and standing, and then a movement sequence that incorporates more traditional yoga poses followed by Shavasana. And so what I did is I created different tracks. Um, So there's templates in this last chapter. And so, um, you know, track one is, is the variations of constructive rest. Um, Track two, the sensory feedback methods or somatic sequences, et cetera, et cetera. And so then there's three sections. And so um, section one is spine focused. Section two is lower body focused. Section three is upper body focused. Mm-hmm. And so the sequences, um, uh, sorry, I'm getting a little, so basically like to create a class, you could decide if you wanted to emphasize the spine, the upper body or the lower body, and then refer to the appropriate track yeah. and select yeah. a sequence from each track. And so you can do it, you know, just as I did it. Or you could kind of mix and match. And that's where, um, you know, I want people to start using all the critical thinking skills that they've learned from the previous chapters to, um, you know, I always say I I learn best by imitating first, like just copying something exactly and teaching it that way for a while. And then starting to um, integrate other things, my own things, um, mix and match, you know, play around and then innovate start coming up with stuff on your own. I think a lot about like, I mean, specifically when, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to be introduced to you and, uh, you know, the, the usual suspects here. Um, and it's mind blowing to me that yoga teachers don't have like, look, there's so many ways to go and study yoga, right? There's energetics, there's subtle body, there's physical asana, there's philosophy. There's, I mean, you name it, right? It's there. But in the way that we teach yoga, you know, air quotes here, yoga in the West, it's very asana based, you know, Mm -hmm. it is very, it's just the way that it is. It's super strong asana based. And then we have these other teachers that will go into other areas, but for the most of it, everyone tends to go to some sort of like fitness class or, you know, whatever it is, it's movement based. And it's mind blowing to me that no one has questioned or Mm -hmm. even thought about bringing movement science into their teaching. You know, it seems like a lot of it is like, let's, what I notice is a lot of it can be like a chaturanga party, which is not my favorite, Mm -hmm. um, part, a party trick party, or just some sort of like flow to just, to just flow. But there's no real questioning as to like, well, why am I doing the thing that I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And what else can I do within the thing? Or like, how can I? how can I really understand what I'm asking my students to do and how can I get them to have the experience of feeling an articulation or of moving through a range of motion, you know, whatever the case may be. It's mind blowing to me that it's not out there that, it, that, that, you know, this stuff that yeah. you've written in the book, like, I feel like everyone should know this. Yeah. I mean, I think that, in the West, just as much as we are, you know, inclined to only focus on the body a lot in yoga, mm-hmm. um, we are also extremely disconnected from our bodies. You know, mm-hmm. so the as kids, right away in elementary school, um, I talk about this a lot in the book. You know, you're told to sit still in your desk mm-hmm. and not move. And then like the times you get to move are during, you know, recess, if you have it, hopefully. I think I've heard they don't have recess sometimes anymore. And in PE class. Yeah. 
And so everything is divided out and, and um, compartmentalized. And even when I was in college, um, you know, this type of interdisciplinary learning um, started for me back then, you know, traditionally in college, right, you pick a major and you study that major. And we know that there are lots of overlaps between, say, sociology and psychology, but there aren't like interdisciplinary majors, you know, that combine the two. But there actually were at the college that I went to. You could you could also like create your own. Um, they call it a concentration at Brown rather than a major. And so I think that you know I, I was lucky to be exposed to that type of interdisciplinary learning at a very young age. Um, and then I just have very diverse interests and it's hard for me to like shut down one thing and only do the other. I was that kid that was like, why can't I just be like Susie who all she does is play soccer and she's really good at soccer, you know? Right, totally. <laughs> but as I was totally. like, I want to do baton twirling and trampoline jumping and gymnastics and arts and crafts, you know? So yeah. I've always been that person that's like, I don't really I'm fine with being just like so so at a whole bunch of things rather than being like really good at one thing because I get bored easily and I, I need to be consistently challenged brain wise. Oh hi Danny. Nice to meet you. Right. I had a feeling we could relate. <laughs> but you know what it is? I, I just was listening to this podcast. It was Brene Brown's podcast and she was interviewing this man who wrote a book called, I think it's called Livewire. And I mean, we know everything about, you know, how we used to think, you know, your brain stopped like changing once you were no longer a child. And we know that's not true anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I think now that we know that, I'm excited for that to be more into our uh, sort of entrenched systems. Of, of schooling and education that like, no, just because you know how to do the Ashtanga primary series and you've done it 500 times, like it might be good for your brain to actually do something different because, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that's a thing we know about now that's really healthy to prevent all kinds of degenerative, you know, possible degenerative diseases of the mind as we age. Right. Would you ever consider doing uh, like, right. I mean, <laughs> Well, I have a, little, a little aside here. I mean, 200, 200 hour teacher trainings these days are ridiculous. I can't believe what I'm seeing online. It's absolutely atrocious. But um, <laughs> I, let's do another podcast on that later. Okay. Um, would you ever think about doing a whole yoga deconstructed 200 hour? Um, you know, I really enjoy it. Do it. Do it. Do it, do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I guess I I really enjoy teaching um, people who are already teachers. Uh, yeah, um, and and that's not to say that an idea like that, you know, I mean, you can you could probably convince me if we had a longer conversation about why that should be something I would do, but I've never done it in the past because I I have always I don't know I do you know when when I think of like the imitate. In, integrate, innovate. Um, I do think your first training is kind of just learning the thing and teaching the thing the way it was taught to you, because mm -hmm. you need that as a foundation. What that the thing is, though, <laughs> um, right? I'm totally open for that being something different than maybe what it's been, um, yeah. evolution and change. 
But I do really enjoy um, working with people who've already been out there teaching a little while rather than uh, somebody who's never taught before. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm selfishly like, cause I want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, all of the things that I offer, um, I have included them as modules of, uh, 200 and 300 hour training. So Mm. every single, um, you know, continuing education, um, course and immersion that I offer, they're always 12 hours and they are always, um, you know, available as plugins for, you know, I'm not, Yoga Alliance continuing education provider. So I've spent a lot of time, you know, teaching those um, more as part of 300 hours, but definitely as part of 200 hours. And that's been, you know, uh, a positive, uh, sometimes positive and sometimes not so positive experience, depending on where my weekend was situated within the 200 hours. Do you know what I mean? So like the person (laughs) leading the 200 hour, I mean, I've taught as part of 200 hours where I came and I was just like, Oh my God, you know, like everybody is just on it and gets it. And, Mm -hmm. and it's because the person leading the 200 hour really prepared them for what I was going to bring. Right. That makes, that makes total sense. I could even see you doing, I don't know. I mean, this is, to, to, listen, if you do this and you run with it, I get 20% of sales. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> All right. But I would even, I would even, you know, like, even like, like a mentorship course for a year with you, you know, where like you, you take one of the concepts in here for a month and then, you know, there's like some sort of like homework and some sort of like, I don't know, some mm-hmm. sort of like you know, like certify it or like have them do like a video and show you and then feedback and for like yeah. a good solid year. What you offer, Trina, is just really, really, really cool. And it's so, I mean, it's it's intelligent movement. It's very intelligent, intelligent movement. And like, y'all go look at Trina's Instagram. It's fun. <laughs> you're like, you're legit like just smiling the entire time and it's fun. Yeah. I mean, life, life is too short, you know? I mean, and movement, like the joy of movement. I mean, that's the whole reason why I got into doing this, you know, to te- into becoming a yoga teacher and then a Pilates teacher and, and teaching all kinds of movement is um, because of the joy that it brings. So, yeah, I am going to do a book club, actually, which is, you know, not the exact same thing as a mentorship. I do um, work with teachers, you know, like mentoring. I just do it like private one-on-one sessions as, Mm -hmm. you know, on Zoom or whatever Um, I did. I used to do in person. But, yeah, I'm going to do a book club where we go through chapter by chapter and and all of that. Um, Sign me up. I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Sign me up. I'm in, and I'll, I do. You know, my book club for my community as well, and we'll. I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll. I'll do that. You know, and I have a little like like recommended reading thing, and this is definitely going in it for sure. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, yeah. No, I would. I mean, that would be fun. I would. You know, if, if and when you or when you do it, I could come in and, um, you know, do some Q and A and all that kind of stuff. I will say, you know, just because I feel very close to you and uh, I will say the one thing that was really disappointing about all this is that I didn't get a signed copy by the author. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what's crazy is um, the, well, the reason why I have a publisher and I didn't self-publish is because I don't want to 
be a packager and shipper of books. Oh, no way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I actually, like, I only have one book of my own <laughs> in my house right now. So, I mean, I guess at some point, maybe I'll order, once we start actually seeing each other in person, right, I'll order some wholesale price, whatever they, you know, they give me, like, a special price. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't really... <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense for me to have a whole bunch of them because I don't see anybody. <laughs> you know, I'm not teaching locally to where I'd be like, hey, you want to buy some books, you know? Um, I'm going to ship it to you and you can ship it back. You know, that? I've signed 10 <laughs> copies. I'll bring them to class on Wednesday. Or <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. No, I, I like, you know, I, I've said this before and you know, I've said it to you in passing and even little messages. I just adore you. And I think you are... Um, I think there are certain teachers out there that have <clears throat> really pioneered. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can safely, I feel good about that. Um, that really have pioneered and changed, you know, the way yoga is, 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 is taught and the way that the, the education, the facilitation of yoga is there. You know, I think Mati, you know, of course was definitely one of those people mm -hmm. um, I love adored and looked up to her. Um, and then, you know, even Jason Crandall for me is another one of those people who, you know, I love, adore and worked with him, worked with him with, uh, for a really long time. And then obviously Rocky's different. He's like my brother. So like, yes, he's a teacher and we, you know, I learned from him and stuff like that, but you know, he's like my brother. So I love him anyway. Right. Um, and I honestly do, uh, for, for me and actually for all the teachers and students listening to this too, I really do think that you're up there, Trina. I think that what you've done in the way that you've really you know, presented, I, it's going to shift a lot of teaching in the best way, I think. Well, it's, um, you know, I just feel really grateful, um, that it's one thing to have ideas about, um, you know, how things should be or could be. And it's another thing to actually get other people on board with it. Um, so I, I feel really lucky that, um, you know, my mom was an elementary school teacher, so maybe I got some of her, I, I know I got some of her teaching genes. Uh, she got her master's degree in education. I did not. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, it's, um, it's really, you know, I, I just feel very grateful because I, for a long time I, I had jobs where I didn't get to be continuously learning and I didn't get to be, um, uh, you know, as creative as I am now. And so, uh, and also just connecting with, with people. I, I love people. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, it's, um, I feel very, very fortunate to, um, yeah, to be able to do something that I love and, and also to be around people who get excited about similar things that I do like you. So you're, you're doing it. That's for sure. Well, it's, um, yeah, I, I am very grateful for people like you <laughs> because <Aww>. you're doing <laughs> it <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's, there's something to be said for, um, because you have lots of ideas all the time and then you implement. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> but you implement, right? I know sure. you implement because I yeah. see you You don't just concoct, you concoct, create, and execute. Um, and, and you do it in a way that is very down to earth and, um, and just accessible. You know, there's, there's no like... 
Um, there's pomp in your name, but there's no pomp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, totally. You're easy totally. to relate to. And, and I think, I mean, that's something um, that I always try to be. I, I grew up in Oklahoma where people are pretty like down homie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um, for sure. And I, and I think it's important. I think it's really important to be accessible and, and uh, yeah, just, you know, out there. Uh, with with everybody, not not. Um, I, I think the biggest thing that uh, I'm trying to think how, the words to explain it, but I, I think the more we can get rid of hierarchies mm-hmm. in in yoga, yeah. um, in terms of uh, you know like certain people having special secret information that, you know, is creating more leaders versus followers. Yeah. 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 Just making, making the process of learning more, um, more democratic, more egalitarian, more diverse. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, like listening to everyone's voices because I mean, the reason I teach the way I teach is because I've taught private clients for the last 12 years. And every time I would say, teach them something that I was also teaching in my group class, I would learn something new to then teach in my group class because there was a conversation. And so I would teach them something and I'd say, how's that feel? And they'd say, well, actually not so great, you know? <laughs> and I'd say, okay, well, let's try this instead. Oh, that's better. Uh, and, and so obviously a group class isn't a private session, but um, the internet and social media and online platforms, I think really have made the, the information flow um, a lot better in terms of uh, what we now know when we go teach our group classes and how we can better serve our students. That's exactly, yeah. And you hit the nail right on the head. Like doing this work and going in there and questioning is going to help us serve our students best. Yeah. Trina, I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so glad I got to have you back on the show. Everyone, you you would if you are a teacher and you truly do like what we just said, want to serve your students, not just because I love Trina. I wish I got something out of this, but I don't, other than supporting a dear friend who I love and I think is a wise person. But this book is it, it will change your teaching. I can I can speak from experience that it will completely transform and give you so many more options in what you do. And Trina, I just thank you so much for, for taking your time and, and for writing this book for us. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. I, I am very glad it's, it's written past tense. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right. Well, until the next seeker and sage, this is Danny and Trina saying peace out. <laughs>